0: what is going on, online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives, Make Money Online Training Podcast. This is the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, I'm joined by not one but two of the head coaches in the 10K Coaching Academy. We've got Corey Robach and Caleb Zisk. What's up, boys?
1: What's up, everyone? Happy a friggin' Wednesday! Hope everyone's having the best day ever. Yeah. Did always you just die from a I cough? Said, oh, was that your
0: I intro? Did you just die? Did you just die from a cough in your intro?
1: Yeah, saw some spit. Definitely went down the wrong pipe on that one. So, do yeah. you want to start you want to start the
0: podcast again? Do we want to do we want to press reset? Nope. I'm going to own it. I love it. What's up Caleb? How are you, bro?
2: What's up, fam? It's been a minute. I haven't been on here in a while.
0: Well, I know. And we've had some exciting new updates since the last time you've been on here. Hey, heck yeah. <laughs> so, dude, I think the last time that we came on the podcast, Caleb, I'm 99% sure that you had graduated level two yeah. and your business. I think we were celebrating your $10,000 a month. And since then, obviously, a lot has changed. Oh, yeah. Um, and obviously, Corey. So, a little bit of backstory Corey was actually Caleb's head coach in level one for a long time. And then Caleb graduated level one and worked really closely with me in the 10K Mastermind. So let's do like a little bit of a backstory and talk about, you know, Caleb coming into level one and working really closely with Corey, and then into his role where he is now. So, who wants to go first, Caleb or Corey? I can go. You know and then <laughs> Corey can s- right. talk about what it was like coaching me. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: I got some stories. I'll tell you that. But
2: <laughs> <laughs> <All> right, <laughs> leave the bad stuff out. But no, honestly, level one was absolutely amazing. It feels so long ago, but realistically, it was probably eight months ago or something like that. But I came into level one with no online training experience. I had. I was an in gym trainer. I was also managing the gym. I was head of sales. So I was ready to get out of that, just all that stress. All of that time and gain my life back and make more of an impact. And level one really helped me open up. And a lot of people are like, Killed, like you're doing so well right now, but I struggled for the longest time. Like level one, like Corey's probably gonna say, he did not talk on his story, he didn't go live, he struggled with writing content because I seriously struggled with all of those things. Like the first month, I only had one client sign up, second month, two or three, but every single time I kept learning putting forth the effort, gaining more value. And I had a huge mindset shift after like my month three and four. And that's when I started to start to see more progress. I started to open up more, I started actually listening to what Corey was saying. Like I was listening to it, but I wasn't processing it very well. So (laughs) being able to do that helped tremendously. And that mindset shift mindset shift helped me go from like 2k per month to four or five. And then we took it to level two mastermind. And um, it was written from there i love it yeah
1: yeah and like honestly like like caleb like you were a lot like me when uh, you first came into the course too like you were working in a gym you were managing a gym like you were really stressed out and you, like i don't want to say like you were introverted in a way because you were really talkative mm-hmm. but you were introverted the in way like i was where i i hated going live i hated talking on my story i sucked at writing content too and it was just like when i became uh your head coach for level one um i saw a lot of that like of myself and you man like that's where, like, me, me and Caleb, like, we developed a connection right away, like, a little bit mm-hmm. more so than like, that like can. Like, we'd have person chats going, stuff like that. And the biggest thing, and, like, and why this is such a big thing, because he speaks about it so much right now, is that inner critic of ours. Like, how we get in our own way, we get in our own heads, and we just start spiraling from there. And we have to shift this focus from I can't or I won't or I'm uncomfortable to – you're actually enjoying doing it. And it's just like that mindset shift, but it was just understanding kind of where we're at and understanding it's a progression and you're learning and you can't expect to be the best at something that you're just starting. And I use this metaphor all the time. and like, no matter what it is, the first time you do it, it's going to be very uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. First time you do it, you're probably going to F it up really, really bad. Just Mm -hmm. like riding a bike. You didn't ride a bike. Like perfectly the first time you lean too far to the left, you fell, too far to the right, you fell, stay in the middle, you're good. And it's the same thing and understanding like you're going to make mistakes. And me and Brian have talked about this on previous podcasts with uh, being open to failures. And that's where um, I feel like for me, myself personally, and Caleb as well, was that we had to accept that we were going to fail and be okay with it.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm gonna jump in. I'm I'm gonna jump in because I had something like that lines up perfectly with that. And that is like you need to be okay with sucking really bad at first. and we like we you need to be okay with sucking really bad guys we did a tiktok training um on on monday in the, inside the 10k coaching academy where i literally broke down how i went from zero to seventy thousand tiktok followers in like 75 days and some of the students in the academy like watch the training and they're like already get like one of our clients kyle johnson uh got sixteen thousand views on one of his videos after he watched it and he got 79 applications but then i also got a couple messages from clients that were like brian that training was really good but like i really suck at tiktok right now and it's taking me like three hours to edit a video and i'm like that's good i'm like because you have to be okay with sucking really bad at something at first and the truth is guys i think that like when people come into the online coaching game oh so caleb as an example when you joined the program i remember the reason that you joined and it's because your friend mason was in Mm -hmm. our program and mason mahoney was making like eight to nine to ten thousand dollars a month and i know that you guys are really close in college so when you dm me you were like bro like mason is working with you and he's crushing it and he says only good things about you. He's so you're like, I want to work with you too. And yeah, I, was
2: like, I was, I was sold. I was like, just tell me the price. I'm probably just gonna pay it up front, anyways. Like, it's okay, like, I'm
0: good, <laughs> dude. I remember I was in the airport at the time. I was, I think, I don't remember where I was going. I was in the airport and I was traveling, and you're, you were like, I'm like ready, bro. You're like, I'm ready. I was, I was like, I just told you. And back then, level one, like the 10k Academy, which is what we have now, level one was five thousand dollars up front, and you paid it. You're like, right, and
2: that was. Something that I stand by is burning your boat, being all in. And like, I that was emptied my bank account. But like, I knew I was like, okay, Mason saw the results. Mason got that. I can be there in a few months. And I was like, I'm going to make this work. Otherwise, I'm not going to have a place. I'm not going to be able to pay rent. I'm not going to have a place to sleep at night.
0: Yeah. You literally paid $5,000 upfront. And guys, I think that like for most online trainers, when they invest in a mentor or when they're tr- just getting their online business started, even in their first like three to six months, a lot of online trainers get into online training and they try to get rich quick. So they'll see other trainers succeeding. Like maybe as an example, you knew Mason that was at 8K a month. And a lot of online coaches will join a coaching program hoping to get to $8,000 a month because they want, they want to get rich quick. And it's because they see other online trainers like Mason, or now it's Caleb, you're making 10 plus K a month. Like they see trainers like you and they're like, I want to make 10K a month. You know, Brian's helped 102 clients make 10K a month. So I want to be the next one. And it's like the biggest problem that we're running into, and this kind of like ties right into the podcast is a lot of online trainers are coming into the coaching realm and they're trying to pitch every single person that they talk to every single one.
2: And it's an issue because they're not creating a relationship. They're not building an audience. And like what took it, like for me, like took it to the next level was having an audience that engaged with everything, an audience that showed up for everything, like lives, podcasts, posts. Like if you go on my Facebook maybe not my instagram because i do moms like i I teach moms so like they're not on instagram they're on facebook but like my posts my clients are there like they're commenting like my audience is there commenting on everything because i planted seeds i gave them value rather trying to sell them but at one point i was doing the exact same thing
1: Mm -hmm. yeah and like that's a big big thing that like i see all the time like all the time and like again like that's I, again, I did it too. And that's why I see it. And it's, it's this whole understanding again, like what really like helped me understand this was me literally putting myself in a real life scenario. Obviously like a lot of you that have worked in the gym before or have done in-person type sales before, whether it's at a sales job, whatever, you got to understand this. And the thing that kind of um, clicked for me was like, if I were to just walk up to someone on the gym floor or even just in the middle of the street, They had no idea who I was, even if it said personal trainer across my chest and I walked up to them and said, yo, actually, um, so what we're doing right now is we're actually running this special. Why don't you come work with me and help you get your goals. What's ever going to happen? They don't know me. They don't like me. They don't trust me. So why would they, why would I think that me just, I'm going to approach them and be like, Hey, what's up? You want to come work with me? Why would I expect them to be like, yeah, for sure. When realistically, if someone came up to you in the like randomly in the middle of the street, you didn't know them and said, "Hey, what's going on? Do you want to pay me money? You join my program?" They're gonna look at you and go, "Not a chance." And, and we're planning those.
0: I love it. I'm gonna is. I'm gonna jump in. I want to use the same analogy that you just used to describe a scenario. So let's pretend. Uh, I know none of us want to be here, but we're gonna we're gonna like we're gonna go to pretend land. Okay, let's pretend we're all in gym trainers. Uh, I know. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I even said it. <laughs> Ten. Um, let's pretend we're all in-gym trainers. And uh, I got nothing against in-gym trainers, by the way. I just uh, obviously I'm biased towards online because I coach online trainers. Anyways, back to, the, back to the metaphor. Let's pretend we're in-gym trainers. And no, I'm walking around the gym floor. I just get a job. At the, there's two trainers. Both of them get a job at the gym, right? The first person that gets a job at the gym meets all of the members at the gym. And within the first 30 seconds, he's like, yeah, I'm a personal trainer here. And I would love to coach you on your goals. That's trainer number one. Every single member walks up to them. Hey, I'm a personal trainer. I'd love to coach you on your goals. Hey, I'm a personal trainer. I'd love to coach you on your goals. Hey, I'm a... 50 members. The second trainer meets every single member in the gym. He's like, Hey, what's going on? My name's Caleb. I just wanted to introduce myself. How long have you been a member here? That's great. That's amazing. I love it. What do you like about the gym? Yeah, for me, I just moved into the area. I just got a job at the gym here. And like, I'm honestly, I love it. I just wanted to get to know everybody that's kind of here. So I just wanted to say hi. And then every single day, trainer number two goes up to people says, Hey, how's your day going? Just checking in. How's your workout? That's amazing. Eventually over time, what's going to happen is nobody's going to want to talk to trainer number one, Because they know that every single time they talk to him, he's just going to try to sell them. So they're going to not even acknowledge that he exists or that he's alive because they know it's going to be this person trying to sell somebody. And eventually over time, people are going to ask to work with trainer number two because they're like, I just really like you. Super friendly. Like you're super open. You're easy to talk to and i've got some fitness goals and i need some help and i really don't want to work with that guy cuz he's always trying to sell me something and i would rather work with you because you're just super friendly all the time
1: yeah straight up and again with that too like you, you just looking at it like just from like now that, I, now that you brought it up just being on the gym floor because that happened all the time like i'd see trainers literally go up to people like oh you're like this this and say come work with them and they would always be like well i don't I can't get sales i can't get clients and whatever and then but then there was me even though like i was like let's say when i first went to the world health club in on mcleod when i i transferred from the other world health club i was the most busy trainer within two months there even though i never tried to sell anyone what i did is i introduced myself mm. and then i'd also go around and i'd like i'd wipe shit up i'd clean clean stuff if i saw someone struggling i'd just start spotting them if i saw someone really messing something up i'd be yo i love that exercise can i just give you one little tip here just to make it that much better and leave it. Leave it. Meant like I gave my value and I left. I didn't give value and said, okay, now that I gave you something, give me something back. That's mm. not the point. Mm. And and all these trainers, they would try to mimic me, but they would forget the key step, which is don't try to sell someone every time you talk to them. Because now every time they would approach the same member, the same member would be very low, low uh, low, like low, low talking, didn't really answer. The demeanor wasn't there, there's was no energy there. But then when I would go, they would dab me up, give me a hug, fuck around joke around with me and all that stuff. And then they would come and approach me being like, yo, Cory, I saw so what you did with your client over there. Can you help me out over here? Because again, now it's that fishbowl effect because I went up, introduced myself, gave a little bit of value and left it. What it does is it now pulls people to your page. Yes. And when it pulls mm-hmm. people to your page, that's now where they go read your post. They go watch your reels, they go watch your story. Because now you're in that fishbowl effect. And even though – You might not be necessarily specifically talking to that person at the time. Their eyes are on you because Mm -hmm. you've been able to give them that value. And now you gave them time to digest your content, watch your story, see your like, trust and respect you. And then now it's when you go and DM them again, be like, yo, Brian, what's up, my man? I saw you like my post. What was it that you liked about it? You're going to be a lot more open to talking to me about it and transition. Or you think like, oh man, like you have that moment where you're like, I really need to get help. I can't do this. Who's the first person you think is going to think of it? They're going to go think of you because you weren't that pushy salesperson, but you also focused on strictly giving value. And that find out you are the number one person they think of when they think of their fitness goals.
0: hundred mm.
2: percent going off that it's like, You want to make a connection with them, not by just giving them facts. Like Corey talked about going down your newsfeed and having them commenting on it. Like Brian says this all the time. Facts tell stories, sell, like give value, talk about your life, tell, tell people what's going on. Like, I feel like my audience knows so much about me because I'm always talking about what's going on in my life right now.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love, I love that you said that. So I think guys, so marketing, fundamental marketing truth, number like one-on-one is in order for people to work with you, they need to know you, they need to like you and they need to trust you. Mm -hmm. And you can't rush that process. Like I'm sure, and here's the perfect example of that. You can't rush the process. Have any of you guys ever been, you know, interested in dating somebody? And then maybe you came on a little too strong, a little too fast and you scared them off and they backed off. You know what I'm talking about? Like that same thing happens with your prospects. So if you are just getting to know somebody, let's say somebody comes into your network for the first time and they are you know, they come into your network and they start liking your content. And as soon as they sniff your photo, You send them a message and you're like, hey, I just want to say thanks so much for liking my photo. I'm actually accepting five online clients right now, and you look like you could use some help. Can I help you? Like, who the fuck is this dude? But, right? They're like, never again. No thanks. So, I think that, like, when it comes to Legion, like, in order for people to work with you, they need to know you like you and trust you. And I'm not saying that you need to sit there and do nothing because I think when it comes to Legion, we've got two different types of the, I think there's two different, like, extremes of Legion. Okay. The one extreme is that, like, there's a lot of you guys that won't ever message somebody ever because you're afraid of being salesy. And so you're just sitting there hoping that people are going to message you. You're hoping that people are going to reach out to you because you like are really afraid to message people and you're like, you're like I don't want to be salesy. So that's one end of the spectrum. The other end of the spectrum is there's some of you guys that are like cold DMing 100 people a day. And you're trying to sell every single human that you talk to. And that's why nobody's engaging with your content because they know as soon as they like one of your photos, they're, you're going to, they know that you're coming with a pitch. So they're not even interested. And I think generating leads for your coaching business needs to be like a middle ground. And it's like, for me, when I'm sending out messages to people that are engaged with my content, I'm genuinely interested in like thanking them. I'm like, yo, I just want to say like, thank you for taking the time to read my post today and like and, and supporting my content. I appreciate you so much. Like, I actually mean that. And then out of the people that I message, there's going to be some people that are like, "Yo, B Mark, I like love your content. I've been watching your videos. I'm super engaged with. I, I like love the stuff you're putting out. And you know, like it's it's just super dope." Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. Also, another thing I want to talk about now, so like that's Legion. It's like finding the, the middle ground. Why do you guys think I go live five times a week and I do five podcasts a week and I post five times a week and I'm on TikTok three times. Why do you guys think I put out all this content? Corey, you want to go? Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, so you're relative because like, I always like think of it like if you're out of sight, you're out of mind. So if you're not being consistent with your posting, you're not going on your story, you're not showing your face. Well, guess what? If you're not there in front of them, guess what? They're not thinking about you. Mm-hmm. If you're out of sight, you're out of mind. That's why we say go on your story every two to three hours. Keep it fresh, up to date. Post five to seven times a week. We're not telling you to post five to seven times a week because we want you giving out five to seven times value every week. We're telling you to post so that way you can give that value but also be relative and be within their vision for when they think of their goal. Because if you're posting two to three times a week, well, there's four other days, billions of pieces of content are being produced and you're not being seen Yeah. and then then you post one time and you don't really go on your story. Well, now again, you may have posted, but now you're up there for maybe five hours at the top of a feed and then you're buried by everything else. And then no one's going to your page because we're not on our story. We're not going live. You're not posting your TikTok to drive more traffic to your pages. Like there's so many things that all these tie into and consistency is meant for not for you to get build and develop habits, but consistency so that way you can be more relative in the eyes of your audience.
0: I think it comes from entitlement, dude. Like, I think that when people start their online coaching business, they think that they're entitled to clients because they've got a certification. Or they think that they're entitled to clients because they've got more followers than everybody else. Or they think that they're entitled to clients because they made three posts on social media per week for the last four weeks. And they're like, why is nobody working with me? It's like the reason nobody's working with you is because you've got dudes like Caleb. Caleb, can you tell people your posting schedule right now? What are you doing right now?
2: Yeah, not a problem. Let me say this. I had something that popped into my mind. If you're an online trainer or you're an in-gym trainer, you're not entitled to the only thing you're entitled to is changing lives because that is your job oh, and that, say if that if one more old, time no if you're an in-gym trainer or an online trainer you are entitled to changing lives like that is the one thing you have a responsibility to do
1: Boom. Like that is it we that a microphone i could just do boom. i love when you just like slowly
2: rolled through that i'm like no <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the more the more you give
2: the more you're going to get back. If you put positive energy in the universe, you're going to get positive energy back. If you put yes. wins in the universe, you're going to get wins back. If you change lives, you're in this case, you're going to get money back. That's why this podcast is called Change Lives Make Money.
0: Preach. Now, Woo, I am,
2: I, I, I'm notorious for doing what Brian does. Like that is what I'm known for. But success leaves trails, guys. Like I do everything. So like for myself, Monday through Friday, I post a podcast. Monday through Friday, I go live on Facebook, and that's not my podcast. Like I do a different live inside my free community. I post Monday through Friday on Facebook and Instagram. I post on TikTok two times a day. Well, we actually have two accounts on TikTok. So technically we're posting five times a day on TikTok. We are going live in my tribe, we have a live Sunday through Thursday. Like I literally do Crazy. what Brian does because success leaves trail and I wanna create a relationship. And I tell this to my clients and something shifted for like, if you guys are an online trainer right now and you guys have a bu- an audience, that's your tribe, like your members, like I told them, I was like, guys, like I'm shifting. Like I'm focusing on giving you guys. So like every single time I go live, I'm like, how can I give more to you guys? Like, mm-hmm. what am I struggling with? Like the other day, some of my clients were struggling with nutrition. I went live and I said, I'm taking extreme ownership for this. Like I realized that like I know like some people could put more effort in, but I'm taking extreme ownership and saying that I wasn't there for you hundred percent of the time. So right now, starting two weeks ago, we spend two, we have a hundred clients. So we spend two hours in Trainerize looking at their nutrition and workouts and we're messaging them every single day based off what they're eating. So that's us taking extreme ownership and stepping up. But like our clients love that fact that we're ta- not that we're just taking extreme ownership, but like that we know, they know, and like something I've been posting inside my tribe, my intention is to serve you today. Like my number one intention today is to change your life. Like that's, I tell them that daily. Mm. Boom! If I could just... <laughs>
1: Ah just raised (laughs) fire on the podcast. Ah. I knew I knew it was gonna come out at
2: one time. I just didn't know when it was gonna come.
0: and then cory takes his shirt off you guys i know you guys that are listening to the podcast you can't see but cory just took his shirt off and he's got his tank top on his jacked arms all out I I'm,
1: hot, I'm hot in my house leave
0: me alone i'm sweating here
2: come on <laughs> he, he's like caleb's caleb's flexing on the podcast right now i gotta flex too word word to that Hang on. there's a
0: flex for you now. yo guys i think that like it's so important because like okay Here's the thing, right? Caleb, you're you made twelve thousand dollars last month, right? Yes. Last
2: last six so we completely changed our platform. Right. We went to high ticket to low ticket. We worked our way back up for $3,000 per six week challenge now to 12,000 per six week challenge, okay. but we're launching a membership area to just skyrocket that.
0: Okay. So $12,000 Caleb made last month. Okay. So for those of you guys that are listening to the podcast, a lot of you see the activity that I do. And you're like, there's no fucking way I'll be able to do that. There's like, a lot of you guys see me posting on Instagram on TikTok and Facebook, YouTube, all of it, right? Like I'm on every platform every single the only one that i'm not on yet is clubhouse and i'm i'm, I'm thinking about it but i don't know if i can invest so much time listening to other people's voices on, but you, you know mother. that's besides the point but i'm on every single platform and a lot of you guys see that activity and you're like that's cool i respect that but i don't know if i can do that caleb fucking does it And like, and we're not even saying that you need to produce content at that level, but if you want to generate more leads for your coaching business and you want to get your business to $10,000 a month, then it's highly recommended that you're more active on these platforms and that you spend more time producing content to change people's lives. And you spend less time engaging in DMS, wondering why people aren't purchasing off of you, because here's, what's going to happen, right? Like if you're going out there and every single person that sniffs your photo, you're like, I'm going to book a call with them and they're going to, they're going to buy something off of me right? Here's what's going to happen. Less people are going to engage with your content because they know that you're in it for the wrong reasons. You're going to struggle to book calls because people can smell that your intention is to sell them. And then you're going to get frustrated that nobody's booking calls and you're going to say, fuck it. There's no point in producing content because nobody's booking calls. Anybody has anybody ever been there? Like what's oh the yeah, content? me too. Nobody's booking calls anyway, so I don't know why I'm producing content. But the reason that nobody's booking calls is because you're you're trying to sell every person that likes your photo. So you've got to come at it with the intention of, of giving. We've got three rules for you guys. Here's what to do and here's what not to do. We've got three rules for you guys. Number one. Be the honey, not the bee. We've talked about this on a previous podcast. And guys, for me, this is like everything. Like be the honey, not the bee. It's like go out there and produce content that causes people to come in. And I know that Caleb talking about the amount of content that he produces might intimidate you, but like you don't even have to do that. If you posted one TikTok a day and you posted one Instagram post a day and on Facebook and you were active on your stories, guaranteed that would solve 80% of your problems.
2: 100%. Right?
0: Number two, and this is... I want to talk about sending out messages to build relationships and not to sell people. Corey, you want to talk about that for a second?
1: Yeah. So this is going to be one of the biggest things that I see inside the academy, especially for a lot of the newer coaches. And this is again, where I fell into that as well. And Brian brought it up earlier. Just because you post on your social media, or Kayla brought it up, just because you post on your social media, no one cares. Here's the thing. I was an in-person trainer for eight years. I went to school for kinesiology. I helped hundreds of people in the gym to change their lives. Then I quit. I dove in, burnt my bridges at the gym. I posted online and said, I'm an online coach. No one reached out. Then I went, not a single, I think the first month, I think I made like 800 bucks because one person I sold, I had to deal with a hater about it. We'll put a pin in that, but that I had to refund that person. But again, I only made $800. The next month, I think I made a 1000 The next month, I made, I think, this exact same. But the whole idea was, it was this was my problem. And it didn't, really, um, it didn't really click for me because I was so used to in-person. And like just me being able to talk and all that, it's a completely different world. So when I would go out and I would do exactly what I said that I was messing up with, going out and just asking people to work with me without creating those relationships, without going just to say hi, say what's up say something about their page, being able to again, plant that seed to pull them into my profile and give them a chance to digest what I'm doing. We always talk about this in the academy with um, your social media, you wanna look at it as an ATM, like a bank account. And as you give value connection proof on your stories and you're pumping out content, you're depositing. But you also gotta look at it is, yes, you are depositing inside your social media, but that doesn't mean you've invested enough in each individual person to now go and lead gen them. So you might be sitting there, oh, I've been consistently posting three, five times a week, going on my story, I post a TikTok and a reel, but no one seems to actually wanna come work. Well, I'm gonna ask you this then. Do you give them enough time, enough attention, and enough nurturing to plant that seed and let it sprout before you go and try to pluck it out?
0: And have you been consistent with it for six months?
1: Exactly. And that's the biggest thing is you need to be consistent with that. And that's another thing why I also talk about this is I, again, I never, ever, ever waited for people to come to me because realistically it's not going to happen. The only time people are going to come and it's kind of, it's kind of crappy when you think of it, but the only time people are going to actually start asking you for help is when you don't need them to ask you for help Mm -hmm. because you're already so busy. That's when people are going to actually start coming to ask you. No one's going to come and ask you when you just get started and when you're just building your business. Cause again, you're irrelevant. Whether you're an in-person trainer or been in the fitness industry for 10 plus years, if you're brand new to online, you're irrelevant.
0: I want you guys to imagine that there's like a ceiling that you need to break through as a new online coach. Right? So when you're generating leads, there's like a ceiling and the ceiling is at like, you haven't given enough value. And I don't know what that ceiling actually is or where it is, but the ceiling is you haven't given enough value. And then there's a ceiling where you've given more than enough and leads start coming to you. Out of curiosity, if you're listening to the podcast right now, I want to know, do you feel like you're at a point where you're like getting, you know, let's say five to 10 messages a week being like, yo, like I love your content. Like you're putting out some high quality content. I've been following you for a while. And like, I really engage with your message. So like, that's the ceiling that we're trying to get through, right? But most of you guys, what will happen is you'll post content consistently. And then it'll kind of like drop off because you'll get demotivated that you're not getting enough sales. But then you'll get back and you'll post consistently and then it'll drop off. But like, guys, you will get to a point in your content creation, once you break through the ceiling, where you'll get more incoming leads than you have, than you need to lead gen. You will get to that point.
1: Yes. But, what but
0: you is. need to break through the ceiling. But most of you guys will approach the ceiling and then you're like, oh, it's not working. And then you drop off. And you approach the ceiling, you're like, oh, fuck, it's not working. And then you drop off. But like, guys, you will get to a point where you get more people messaging you than you can actually have. It's like, you're, you're getting more incoming leads than you're having to lead gen. But you need to break through that ceiling. You need to be consistent with your content. Yeah, guys, they- I've
2: been at it for 16 months as an online trainer and I, I'm just breaking it. So like, yeah. you can't give up. You gotta keep planting the seeds. You gotta keep putting content out there.
1: Yeah, guys, it took me a year for people to start like messaging me just saying that they love my content. It took me two and a half years. So where I am, okay, maybe just under two and a half years, but where I am today, where if you go on, like I, I show this to Brian, but I'll take screenshots of my comments on my TikToks, and that's where literally lead after lead after lead, and I just screenshot it, throw it in, throw it in and be like, people should go lead gen. But that's the thing is I've been so consistent and progressing my content for so long that it took me this amount of time to get to this point where if I wanted just to start doing my fitness and do that, I could go sign up 30 people right now because they're asking, again, it took me that much time, that much consistency, that much improvement to get to that point. Guys, I dare you. Go read one of my first posts I wrote compared to today.
0: Yeah, and I'm, another thing I'm going to jump in, and, and, like, guys, this isn't saying that, like, it's going to take you a year to sign a client. That's not what we're saying at all. We, what we are saying is, like, you're going to put out content. And I know that there's a lot. If you're listening to the podcast right now, have you ever signed one client before? It's, it's likely that you have, right? So you put out content and you sign one client. When you are lucky enough to get the opportunity, where somebody reaches out to you, or you reach out to them, and they pay you for their coaching, like that's like you like that's a blessing. Number one, that's a gift, right? But so many people like forget that they have the gift of changing some person's life, and they're like, are like, okay, I'm making you know 2k a month right now, but I'm fucking not making 10k, and it's pissing me off, and so I'm gonna go lead gen until I hit 10. It's like, okay, I get where you're coming from, but you have to understand that like you'll get there if you keep going. But the only way that you're going to get there is when you come at it with the intention of like, I'm going to change as many people's lives as I possibly can today. And for those people that have made the decision to invest in me as their coach, like I'm going to fucking give them everything that I have every single day so that I can get those transformations and I can use those social proof for my social media. And I just get the the gift of actually changing people's lives. Like it's going to happen at the rate it's supposed to. So stop trying to rush the process. Right. And like you're, some of you guys that are listening to this podcast are going to hit 10K in your third month. Like one of my clients, I talked to him on the podcast yesterday. His name's Arsh. 10K in his first three months. Dominic Monson, same thing. But like not everybody gets there that quick. Sometimes it takes, I think it took Caleb like, like seven or eight months.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: But it was consistency, right? It's like every month he got a little bit better and a little bit better. And I see some clients in the 10K Academy, like Mackenzie Grace is one that comes to mind. Where she's like, slowly but surely slowly but surely she keeps getting better and better over time but you can't rush the process right oh. i, t- I
2: t- if i see someone in the academy make a post and they hit a record month i'm like okay do the exact same thing like don't change anything because if you keep doing it you're going to hit another record month and eventually you're just going to keep putting more value out there you're going to keep growing you're going to make more of an impact you're going to make more money
1: mm, i yeah, love it and, and like what i really like again like i love the fact that we have tangible goals where we can put numbers on it that we push towards but the thing that really, like, really flipped, uh, switched the gear for me that really propelled me not only into 10K, but 15, 20, 25 was the mindset shift that I stopped caring about making money. Because mm-hmm. here's why. If all you care about is making money, you come off thirsty.
0: You mm-hmm. come off
1: chasing. You come off very, very strong. Where if you focus on changing someone's life, that's where now your passion is actually going to go there. You're actually more intentional. You're more focused. You're a lot more authentic mm. in, your, in your processes. How many times have we seen people in the academy or p- people we just talked to saying, I don't want to go approach people because I just don't want to seem inauthentic. Well, because all you're thinking about is when can I get money from them? Mm. opposed to how can I change their life?
0: Mm, I love it. Yeah, I love it. And, and guys, I'm going to bring up somebody else that we brought in the podcast before that's a legend. And it's Chad Morgan. And guess what the name of, so Chad Morgan's hit $64,000 in a single month. And guess what his number one focus is? He talks about every single day he focuses on impact over income. That's right. Impact over income. He like, and Chad Morgan is one of the, I don't know how many of you guys have tuned into one of Chad's, Chad Morgan's lives. But tuning into one of Chad Morgan's lives is like literally getting a battery plugged into you. It's like, like this, this dude like charges you. And it's because he shows up with the intention to impact your life. And when he does that every single day for 365 days a year, it's like people like tune into his content and they're like, damn, like this is like, this is it. So guys, be the honey, not to be, send out messages to build relationships. And like Corey said, don't go into the DMS, like looking to make money like going to the DMs with the intention of changing people's lives. And yes, you should send out messages every single day to people that are engaging with your content, but the, the intention should be to build a relationship. And I don't think you should send out hundred. I think you should send out 10 to 20 just to start conversations and just be like, Hey, I just want to say like, thank you for engaging with my content and being on my social media. I appreciate you. And sometimes like, like engaging and networking as well guys and, and, and building those relationships in your network doesn't mean just DMing them. Why don't you spend some time on your social media? If there's somebody that's like engaging with your content all the time, why don't you go to their page and like a couple of their photos? Why don't I you do this every day? Okay. okay. Can you say that one more time? I do this every single
2: day. Like if I, if I add a friend, that friend, I go to their page and I comment on two to three things before I even send a message.
1: You know, and another thing that I really did too, that really, really impacted my following and really like solidified a relationship right off the bat was when I would see someone follow me, I would go follow them back like a couple of photos. Then I would send them a voice note. Hey, Brian, I just wanted to say, thank you so much for following me, my man. I really appreciate that. I love the support. And I just appreciate you Have the best day ever. That's it. That's it. And mm-hmm. before, before I said that I had another thought coming to my head with uh, the intention on changing someone's life. So when you guys go to the DMS, you guys are wanting to help people. Correct.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So think of it this way. if You see someone walking across the street. Like let's say someone has a bunch of groceries, has a lot of struggles with walking to the car. You go up to them and you offer help to carry the groceries. Are you going to say, I'm only going to carry your groceries if you pay me? No, you're going to carry the groceries and you're going to go put them in their car and say, hope you have a great day. Goodbye. That has a lot more impact than anything that you can do. Because the other thing is as well is you're not looking for a reward for helping people Mm. and people see that where if you look for a reward for helping people, they hate you Mm. because you're supposed to help because you generally want to help not because you want to help to get paid. Mm. When you help because you generally want to help, people are going to seek to pay you, not you seeking
0: them to pay. Because you're just being a good human. I love that.
1: Well, yeah, we even did a training like that in the academy, like like the do something good training. And yeah. I think that week when people just really focused on just doing something good was one of the record weeks we had in just boom, booms in our, in our uh, community.
0: Okay, I want everyone to write this down if you're listening to this podcast right now. I'm going to spend this week helping people, not selling people. Woo! I want everyone to write that down. I'm going, spend this week, I'm going to spend this week helping people, not selling people. That's it. I
1: was about to drop my phone like that, but it's like, wait, I like, I want to break the screen.
0: Boom. <laughs> We're trying to get mic drop moments on the podcast. <laughs> I'm going to spend not this week helping people, not selling people. And like Caleb would say, mic drop. That's it. Let's go. Reach <laughs> <Get the> man. <laughs> uh, guys, that's it. That's all. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is the Change Lives Make Money Online Trended Podcast, the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to go successful online business. Corey, where do they find you? Yo, you
1: guys can find me on Instagram at Corey underscore robot or on TikTok at Tatted and Jeff.
0: And Caleb, where do they find you, bro? Plug the potty. Plug Ashes the body.
2: Fitness Podcast on Spotify, iTunes, or Apple Podcast app.
0: From the Ashes Fitness Podcast on the Spotify or podcast app, right?
2: It's straight motivation. I don't do any nutrition or exercise, just straight mindset and motivation.
0: Boom. Guys, that's it. That's all. Hope you guys have the best day of your entire life, and we'll talk to you soon.